This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com. This episode is brought to you in part by our network sponsors. Shouldn't having conversations with your money be easy? Easier than counting the planets, at least. Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. Oh, what happened to Pluto? Did it offend someone? FM Trust is here to help you have better conversations with your money. Go bank it easy at fmtrust.bank. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 125 of Beers in the Lot. This is our first episode of 2023, so if your New Year's resolution was to start listening to the show, then you may not have heard that we have merchandise for sale at beersinthelot.com slash shop. You should definitely check it out. We've got t-shirts and hoodies available in colors from most NHL teams. And don't forget to join the Discord at beersinthelot.com slash discord. So on this episode, the guys and I started off talking about the Winter Classic and our thoughts on the game. Then we gave some opinions on how we think that the NHL or ESPN or whoever could make their broadcasts of games better and some of the data they could utilize in order to do so. Then we finished up with John giving a brief recap of his trip down to Smashville and his experience at Bridgestone Arena. So let's go. Let's crack the beers. What? frosty beverage do you have this evening Aaron tonight from Golden Road Brewing I have a mango cart mango wheat ale I'm already ready for mangoes and pineapples and summer stuff here <laughs> is it January whatever <laughs> taste it is. Of the taste of warmer weather on your tongue you're ready exactly I'm ready <laughs> I am ready Christmas is New Year's is over I'm ready for summer <laughs> After some ODR time. After ODR time. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, in a month, like, yeah. or actually, like, 36 <laughs> days. Go ahead and say that. But 31 days. Yeah. Calm down 31. with that shit for now. 29 yeah. days when this episode drops. Yeah. 29. <laughs> exactly. But who's counting? <laughs> yeah. I am counting on Daniel to have an interesting beer as he takes a swig. What do you have for tonight? I have, a, I have returned from my travels. <laughs> <laughs> and I have come back with a beer from Trillium Brewing Company. Oh, yes. Trillium. Trillium was fourth in top breweries in 2020 out of the world. The number world. five is Treehouse. So num- they beat Treehouse. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that beer list. And I am drinking a Congress, Congress Street India Pale Ale. And it is... Very smooth and very delicious. Nice. What do you got tonight, Riggs? I have from Trogues Brewing or Brewery in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Double Blizzard, double IPA. Very, very good. Big beer does not taste like it. These can be dangerous. Be <laughs> warned. They are good. I've got a mango cart and you've got a double blizzard. Double blizzard. <laughs> Opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> because I have not given up on winter yet. Because we have a we have a big event coming up based solely around winter. So it's true. It's true. <laughs> winter beers. <laughs> and John has uh from Attaboy beer here in Frederick, Maryland. I have a Tarts McGee is a passion star tart ale so if you out of boys i'll be 
using those the next couple of weeks. Well, probably won't be nice. weeks because I won't stretch it that long. But right yeah. <laughs> well, talking about winter, the Winter Classic aired today. What uh, what are your thoughts on the the classic winter game? <laughs> Pittsburgh's sixth winter classic. John, what do you what what are your thoughts on the game? How do you think Pittsburgh did? Like subtract like all the hoopla. We'll we'll just talk about like the game game. Pittsburgh came in losing what four straight. They actually played really well. And I actually I get I'm aggravated with their power play. Like they gotta figure something out because the other night against the Devils, they were 0 for 9. Today they were 0 for 2, I think. And just very like for the amount of skill they have on the team, it's a really poorly ran power play, I think. But whatever. I thought it was a good game. Sucks they didn't get a point because damn they were close. But Jake DeBrusque looked pretty damn good. Bruins got better as the game went on. Pittsburgh came out really well, I thought. Overall, good game. I like the atmosphere. Fenway's a cool venue. I, I don't necessarily think I'll get sick of that as a winter classic venue. I'm glad after we said stuff like what was it, two or three weeks ago about it, they're going to a brand new venue <laughs> with like mm-hmm. brand new teams in the winter classic. Funny enough, two teams in the top 10 of revenue for the league. You know, weird. really good. <laughs> weird. Oh, wow. Weird. The two newest teams as well. So that's always good. Like that, that'll, you know, the NHL needs stuff like that. Like bigger markets, yeah. better markets, revenue driving markets. So Vegas and Seattle, by the way, if you hadn't heard. Listen. Yeah. Vegas and Seattle. At, <laughs> at uh, oh, I forget the name of the stadium, but it's where the Mariners play. And they do have a, they do have dome capability as well. Which is kind of that'll be interesting because it's only been in like a covered dome and it was one of the heritage classics. I forget who they played, but it was Vancouver and I forget who they played. It was when Torts was still the coach. That's all I remember. And he sat Bobby Lou in favor of Corey Snyder. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, good old Torts. Yeah, <laughs> Danny, what do you think of the game? Oh, I thought it was good. It was a uh, good atmosphere. Uh, ice, ice looked a little, little slow, but other than that, there wasn't any like glaring issues with the ice uh, as there has been in the past. Ice seemed frozen. Dudes yeah, were skating. It seemed cold. <laughs> they played uh, hot. Yeah, like I said, it it was almost like they were uh, skating in a little bit of sand there. I did see a lot of guys like kind of mishandle pucks or like pucks stop behind them and stuff. But that's kind of normal. That's par for the course when you get the winter class. I didn't mind it. As a Pittsburgh fan, it's it's good to get get close against Boston. I mean, obviously, you play this game maybe a little. It's still just two points in the regular season, like we've talked about before. But it's still, you know, you got the spectacle and everything. So you want to do well in, in front of, you know, a national audience and all that. So uh, both teams probably played uh, maybe elevated to their game a little bit. I wouldn't say playoff atmosphere, but uh, they played well. They played hard. So when Pittsburgh comes away really close to beating the team with 28 wins right now, that's that's mm. good for Pittsburgh. Well, they had 27 wins. Now they have 28, but yeah. Pitts- <laughs> Pittsburgh got close. They did pretty well against them. I, I think it was, it was a decent decent showing by the Pens there for sure. Riggs, do you have any thoughts on the game or just the atmosphere? When I first turned it on, um, I, I had not been paying attention to the uniforms. Uh, prior to the winter classic so when i first turned it on um, yes i did not know which team was which 
Agreed. Um, lots of <laughs> so, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, because they're all they're all the like, same okay, color. Black and let's go black uh, and gold. Yeah, was, um, uh, Wait a you know, okay, yeah, right. But um, uh, the other thing I noticed uh, was was the ice oriented differently on the baseball diamond than the previous one, the one back in I guess 2010 when it was there last i want to say it seemed like it was in a different sort of orientation that made more sense for people sitting in a baseball stadium to actually see the ice i don't know it just it it's it stuck out to me when they showed the overhead shots it was something that i wanted to go look at mm-hmm. later on but i didn't do it before we started recording so i don't have the answer mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> uh yeah fenway park obviously historic venue very cool um i still love baseball too so that's always awesome but yeah i was a little confused when i first turned the game on (laughs) with all the black and yellow yeah (laughs) (laughs) seems seems like a little bit of a marketing oversight on the part of the nhl put Hmm. two black and yellow teams together (laughs) i don't know whatever No, I, I just looked. It's actually the same orientation. Was it the same? It just seems It's the same like... orientation. I think okay. the camera works better. I feel yeah, like with the outdoor game, they've gotten like they got like really good at getting some of the camera angles down and whatnot. And I know like uh Kenny Albert and Ed Olchek had like an issue with their monitor somehow, mm. some way. Like Kenny Albert may mention like he was getting out the binoculars and stuff <laughs> and like actually doing it that way, like kind of old school, which I loved. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like the ice camera and whatnot, and some of the other angles they had, like kind of that kind of one face-off camera where it's essentially ice level in the ice, stuff like that. Like that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty slick. They they've gotten better. I mean, so it it's all it's all improving. I mean, I think last year, like one of the best games I think we've seen. We we mentioned it a few times, like the Lake Tahoe game because there were no fans. So like. Yeah they could get it pretty close and they had mics in interesting places and picked up a lot of cool stuff. But, but yeah, you mentioned the announcers trying to like, see what was going on. Uh, Gooner, our guest from just last episode, he posted something in discord. Uh, I guess something got broadcast when somebody pressed the wrong button of which feed to put onto the, uh, the TV broadcast hmm. and kind of gave us a little bit of a behind the curtains. Look at what, uh, what's what's being done with some of the the real time stuff that they're doing, and, and they they can put names and numbers underneath the players and markers on the pucks and everything like in real time on on the screen. And you gotta think that that's that's commonplace now, and that some announcers uh, that that have that available to them, it's almost easy mode for them. They can just see player names like it's like you're playing NHL 23 or something. Like that's uh, that looks really cool honestly was that and also the image had it was just a screenshot right that somebody took the image also had highlighted the lines, the lines on the ice yep. and also the um the outline of the goal posts yes so i'm sitting here like okay i've i watched about five minutes of world cup and i saw on the social media too that when they would review certain calls, they had um, ridiculous, like augmented reality, right? Um, computer aided 
stuff available to them to help make offsides calls and and whatever else, right? <laughs> they made the one offside call because one guy's butt was his, far, yeah. his butt cheek was was Imagine. farther, uh. right? So like, but. But okay, so clearly tech te- te- technology <laughs> exists. Technology yes. exists, and we see this picture of a video feed that's available to TV broadcast at least that has some of this data on it, like directly on the feed. Mm-hmm. You know what are we doing? Like, yeah, why? Why <laughs> can? Why can we as consumers not see this? Well, you know what actually not, would or be, or at least that. have it available. It's to not it. even that. Like when we go to goal reviews and and offsides reviews, or, yeah. What are we? Why are we looking at it on iPads on the yeah. ice <laughs> and like having to send things back to a central office? I'll, t- I'll tell you, you this know? though: the one line that I noticed was missing in that was the goal mm. line in between the posts. Yes, this is so. True. All the lines were marked except for that little four foot <laughs> segment. <laughs> Now, why I don't know, but uh, that's that's odd to me because they had an X where the puck is. Yes. So they know where the puck is. They know where all the lines, except the goal line part that matters. So I, I maybe they're intentionally not giving that info out or something so that they can keep control of whether or not the goal is reviewed or not. I, I don't know Who if knows. it adds drama or something. Somebody somewhere probably knows the reason why well, that's not available, but my I, my thing is if you're gonna use it, use it all the way. Right. Yeah, do it right. Yeah. Or don't use it at all. You know, I agree. It's it's an all or nothing thing. So if it's available, like let's start using it. Let's start getting these calls correct, which they they're they almost always get things correct. There's yes, like yeah. once you see video, there's usually no more controversy after that. I mean, there's rare cases, right? But sure. You know, if if we have all these things available to us, let's use them and let's speed up the review process too. Instead of looking at the same slow motion replay eighteen times in a row, right? Trying to find, you know, the the millimeter differences and things like let's let's <laughs> just you know use the tools yeah. available and move on, please. Seriously, and I I can <laughs> guarantee you that that data is being done in real time by AI, which means that we could, you could probably take a feed of an NHL game and build your own AI that could do that. So if that can be done, then why is it, why is this so hard to do stuff like those processes, like reviews? It should not be. I'm not saying take away the on ice officials decisions and all that kind of stuff. Like you still have that element. There's still the human element of the game because I think that's important. But when we have review situations, that's where we need to use all the tools available to us. Yeah, it's 2023. And and mostly just to speed things up. Chat GBT, was that a goal or not? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> so I'll I'll take it one step further. Have you guys seen anything uh that the PGA tour does with the slime cup on Nickelodeon? Have you guys seen that? No. Nope. No. So they bring in some of the pros and they do kind of like this live action slash computer generated stuff. They did some stuff with the NFL like a year or two ago. One of the games broadcast an NHL game like that, but to like on Nickelodeon. So it shows the players almost like it's a video game, right? You would attract young fans because now instead of just knowing like Ovechkin and McKinnon, McCarr, the guys and women who were on the cover. Now they actually physically can know like 
you know, become a psychopath like me and know every single player on the entire roster because you watch their ice time. We don't want to bring back the glow puck 100%, but like, like I'm saying, I those are the only two examples I have of like the PGA Tour Slime Cup and the NFL. Uh, they did a slime bowl on same thing. It was NFL just broadcasted that specific game on Nickelodeon. The NHL could essentially do that and, and add some cool stuff. Now you're making it more accessible for some kids that like their parents don't understand. Like, I don't know the game, so I'm not going to watch. If you use what we saw in that image, right? And you, mm-hmm. and you make it, you make it look like NHL 23 video game. Exactly. And I'm sure they can. Right? And you like at, at the very least, you know, every player's name and numbers on there right. and whoever has the puck, they're highlighted. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and when certain things happen, there's different animations or whatever that happen, right? Like if you do that kind of stuff, yes, you will absolutely get kids hooked because mm-hmm. there are people that play those games that they've never seen a live game before. They probably never even watched on TV. <laughs> like, yep, right. like yeah. you know, uh, let alone picked up a stick or anything. Like one so. of the, one of the things that NHL 23 does to train brand new players. Cause my son's five years old. He started playing mm-hmm. NHL, you know, a week, a year ago. Or so he's learning. He knows what offsides is. Yes. He learned what offsides <laughs> is because he knows when he has the puck and the zone, the offensive zone has yellow and black, like, you know, caution signs in it. He knows I can't go in there. So he figured it out that, oh, it's only when one of my guys is on that side of the can blue your, line. Can he your son come out. and show some of the guys we play with on Sunday yeah, I was about nights, to say, can, <laughs> right? we get the, can we get the caution signs yeah. in the OFPG? <laughs> but no, they could do that in the broadcast and show like, hey, this this play would be offsides because they've got the puck now. If they go in, they they can't do that. It's going be against the rules. There's things yeah. they could do on the broadcast to overlay stuff on the ice or whatever, which, yeah, yeah you're getting kind of close to the glow puck stuff, but this is stuff that would be useful for new watchers, yeah. which veterans, guys who've been watching the game for years or whatever, we can get past. We can get past the glow puck, honestly. It's kind of annoying, whatever, but if they brought it back like one night on TNT or something like or on a you know a ESPN plus game one of those games I bet there would be people from like older hockey fans or even hockey fans that are newer that just know about the phenomenon of the glow puck right. they would literally just t- tune in to that game just to go to like see it. Oh, yeah. I gotta see this For some nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. I gotta yeah. see yep. this I gotta <laughs> see this you know and I and I'm glad like the Winter Classic is like a very drawn out. I'm glad they did it today so it didn't compete with week 17 of the NFL. Like it it is a like a Cadillac event for the NHL. It's a good way to draw in new fans, kind of your casual fans, kind of the every so often viewer and whatnot. I I'm glad it always goes off without a hitch. It makes me happy, but. I, I think kind of like I'm saying with like the slime pot, the slime cup or like, you know, kind of the NHL 23 type screen, if you will, that they have in the TV trucks or even in the screens up in Toronto, because I've seen screenshots kind of, of what they do in Toronto for the video review or like even some teams that have the player tracking specifically for their team. Like a lot of that isn't live. Sometimes it's after the fact that they get all that data and they can, you know, put it into the video feed. But That'll be interesting to see more and more of that stuff. It, I mean, you see it for the NFL, like almost live, you know, live. It, it's super cool how the NFL does it. 
and even MLB to yeah. some extent, even though they're a little archaic with some of the stuff Riggs can attest to, like, you know, MLB does some things right, some keyword, hmm. but eh, yeah, I know. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the NHL doesn't try. The only thing that we see overlaid on our broadcast is the fucking board advertisements, which nobody <laughs> <Yeah>. seems to <laughs> like. Which so glitch out all the time. They break. <laughs> they distract. Like they're they're awful. But that's the all we worst, get. The worst is when they have like uh, there's a couple of them. I think they're like car ads, and they show like the car driving. So oh, there's no. like a car. There's Run. like a car driving like a you know around the corner up the half wall, and then players are moving the other way. It's very very <laughs> distracting. Like yeah, that's really that's ridiculous. annoying. I I will say, speaking of advertisements, I over the holiday break I ventured down to Nashville, uh, and was able to go to Bridgestone Arena. I highly recommend it for anyone that goes to Nashville. It was a great fan experience for me. I had a blast. The hockey fans down there were like knowledgeable, super polite. Let me tell you about Bridgestone Arena. Any place they could cram advertisements in that place, <laughs> it was there. They had it in the bathroom stalls <laughs> ever. I was like raving uh, to my significant other about the fact I'm like, I love this place. There's advertisements everywhere. This is great. <laughs> like whoever's on their ad team is just like knocking it out of the damn park. Like, look at this. She's like, uh, okay. Like didn't even notice. Like, sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just, but like. I thought they did like some really cool things in the arena. A lot of, lot of like interactive things to get the fans going and whatnot. I was talking to like one person. When I was in the one line and they said like, it's been kind of tough because the team's not been doing, you know, spectacular and the Titans and they, they compete for a lot of stuff, you know, because Broadway's right outside. Mm-hmm. So he even, you know, joked in some of the nicer weather, you know, it gets in like March and April, they're season ticket holders that come down fully expecting to go to a game and just get stuck in a bar the entire night like <laughs> and is someone and his son and is someone who was in a few like yeah it makes total sense i i fully understand like i get it so now a word from our podcast network sponsors shouldn't having conversations with your money be easy certainly easier than spelling conscientious right on the first try c-o-n-s-h nope s-i uh-uh s-c Oh, that C's moonlighting as an H. FNM Trust is here to help you have better conversations with your money. Our investment and trust services team can help make your retirement dreams a reality. Go bank it easy at fmtrust.bank. Let's check the British spelling. So, how's the game? Yeah. Oh, it was a really good game. They lost. They lost three-two uh, to Dallas. Dallas scored with like thirty seconds left. Really great game. Was it Jason they re- Roberts? They respected. It. No, it was Hints. He had two goals. Um, J. Rob's hurt, isn't he? Is, is, yeah, yeah. yeah. He hurt, played. Yeah. He played that game, but then he was out. But he like yeah. kind of looked like there were two or three plays. I'm like, ah, something's wrong. But anyway, um, yeah, they. It was weird because it was the first game for both teams after the holiday break, so you could totally tell like they were easing into the game. There was no like bang, bang, bang. They kind of just like you know did their thing. Um, Jake Ottinger's freaking sick. Like after seeing him in person, like I have, he's awesome. Uh, Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan, like for as banged up as they've been the last couple of years, they both look good. Like in person, really good. Jamie Ben had the first goal of the game. But yeah, good game back and forth. And like I said, fans were into it, had a good time. So 
It was awesome. I, I like more teams. I want more teams to do like when they're on the penalty kill and then when they get back to even strength, have some sort of like sound effect. <laughs> like Colorado has like the mushroom power up for Mario yeah, Brothers. Right, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, Nashville had like this twangy guitar thing with a drum beat. Like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm like, I need more of this. Like I need and also Nashville Predators underrated goal horn. Really good goal horn. And I totally got into like the uh, who's the hillbilly country singer that does like I like it, I love it, I want some. More. I was all about. I was like, yeah, this is great. Oh yeah, are you sure? That's Tim McGraw. Yeah, yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, I'm all in. Love it. I think it's great. Like I, I want more of that. So I could just imagine. Somebody coming out of the box for the pins, and then the PA system is saying, tell them, Ray. Oh, yeah, that's what it should be. It should be tell them, Ray. But it was like, the the other thing, you could tell, like, you could tell, like, it's, like, a really interesting sports town because, like, they do, like, these interesting callbacks to the in-game announcer, Paul. So, yeah. like, at the very end of the, uh, it's, like, one minute left in the first period. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. And then, like, even during the intro to like the starting lineup for the stars, it was like Joe Pavelski, he sucks. Jake Ottinger, he sucks. <laughs> and head coach uh, Pete DeBoer, yeah, he sucks too. It was great. Like, yeah, everybody's doing it. Yeah, that's like college hockey. Two Dallas <laughs> fans I saw doing it as well. Like, yeah. they, they just got so swept up in it. They got swept up in it. It was great. Like, you know what? He does suck. You know? Yeah. Huh. Well, in person, I will say, like, Pete DeBoer, one knock on him, he believes that all offense or a lot of offense should derive from, like, point shots and point activity. Like, two or three times, it was so obvious what they were going to do. And Nashville just like, all right, we're just going to, like, put our stick to the point, and you guys, your controller is going to freeze. <laughs> and like some of the some of the younger guys, yes, like you saw it, but then some of the higher skilled players like Hints and um Haskinen, like they 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 like kind of came in deeper to like kind of alleviate some of that. And also saw uh Victor Olafson for Dallas Stars. He had his rookie lap. That was kind of cool. Nice. Didn't even know that. He he was like added like right before the game, and then as soon as he came out, like he was the only one. I was like, oh, cool. A victory lap or a rookie lap. It's badass. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I saw that first time ever. So yeah, it was fun, man. Do you have any good spots to eat out there? Quite a few. Uh, so like, it was funny, like two or three of the places that you always hear like tourists need to go. Even when we were there, other locals were there because they were like, it's so good. <laughs> and also like Nashville hot chicken, you know how like you get it up here at places and it's smothered in sauce and it's just like yeah. kind of yeah. gross. Not like that down there. It's just the right amount. Where like if you pick it up with your hands, yeah, you're gonna get it, but it's not like dripping and all disgusting. So we'll totally recommend. Absolutely. <laughs> the one the one breakfast and break uh breakfast and brunch place we went, I got this um called Biscuit Love. So it it's called the Princess. So it was a hot chicken and then also with an egg on a biscuit, mm. but they like do it open face, so you can mm. kind of and the local sitting next to me was like, oh, my God, that looks amazing. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. thanks. Like, we just came here. We saw it. And she's like, yeah, we come here all the time. Like, but, man, the food is so great. I'm like, that's how you know it's, like, a good place. Like, yeah, the people love it. So so how was the cantina? Uh, we got to talk about that offline. I was a little, like. You don't want to talk about T-Bell I, I do. You know what? I do. 
We are huge Taco oh, we Bell people. We're huge Taco Bell. I didn't. I didn't. Right. I didn't have. <laughs> I love. I loved the atmosphere. I love the idea of it. I was a little displeased with my service. Won't lie. I was a little displeased because they said no grilled stuff burrito, which is kind of a lie. So I'm a little perturbed about that. No, that is a lie because we looked that it up is, on the menu. It's exactly. still available. It's a, it's a freaking <laughs> lie. So I was really bent about that. No, no. I was a little little bent because it's a flagship of the organization. It's like, yeah, the, you know, I like mean, it should be a but also, stellar experience. It's still a Taco Bell. It's still a Taco Bell. I fully understand. <laughs> and I'm not upset about that. I get it. It's still a Taco Bell. Every it's item just, is made out of the same thing. It's just right. different layers. It's just in a what? different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But when you said I was a little they didn't have it at the flagship store, I was like, the best McDonald's in the world has a broken ice cream machine twenty percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> which, to which Aaron, to which I spent, it's actually a hundred percent of the time, twenty percent of the time. Like <laughs> the sad thing is, there's one McDonald's in the country that's always like, I don't know why these people always say this. Like our machine always works. We always get service. <laughs> 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 but some of the some of the cool little bars I love like going in and out of there and then um just like being on Broadway all the all the people watching it's great the music is like everywhere every single yeah. place and I even went to the Country Music Hall of Fame I had a blast in there like I like uh, they had a bunch of Elvis stuff they had Elvis's caddy in there oh it's a dream <laughs> I'd love to go for a ride with the king um, <laughs> they had uh and then before we got there we stopped in pigeon forge and i saw uh oj's bronco at like the alcatraz east crime <laughs> museum that was sick. and saw uncle juice's golf clubs that was pretty cool so <laughs> what oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> like they're all great so loved all that shit and then we also had Two other members of the pod actually venture out onto some ice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yin's actually got the skate on frozen ponds. Yeah. eh? Yes. Yeah. We got to get a little practice on pond hockey. Ice. It was like uh, one day though, right? Yeah. It was. Well, by the time I got back, it was gone. There was ice there at least two days. I I started getting texts on Monday. I couldn't get over there, and so then Tuesday morning. Went over, met Aaron over there, bright and early. Yeah. It was a good time. Definitely. Got a little three-on-three shinny going. Yeah, it was great. Little, yeah, yeah little uh, half-court three-on-three. Bunch of kids were out there, too, which was good to see. It was awesome. Yep. Good spot. Hadn't been there in a while. That place, they used to flood it. Like, the fire department used to flood it. And I don't, I don't think they had done it the last few years or it wasn't cold enough or whatever. I'd actually checked it out, I think, three years ago, and it was dry <laughs> when it was cold enough <laughs> to have ice. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just a little depressed area um, in a park about 20 minutes from Frederick. Yeah. A sign on it says sign. skating pond. Yeah, it's a skating <laughs> pond. <Yeah>. So <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> when there's enough ice, go ahead. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a good time. And then the next night, Went up to Hershey to see the Providence Bruins take on the Hershey Bears, the top two teams in the American Hockey League team. A uh, hockey league, nice, great game, one nothing. Bears win. Uh, close game. Yeah, it was good. It was good. <laughs> good time. 
I, I'm just thinking about the the Winter Classic today when the pits, the Pens were wearing jerseys with big peas on them. And then you got the Providence Bruins <laughs> with big that literally also, have the yeah. Bruins logo also, with a P yeah. instead of a yes. B. Yes. <laughs> Just weird to me. Actually, speaking, uh, of, speaking of like we're talking yeah. about teams with uniforms, everyone saw like the uh, the Penguins and Red Sox show up in the baseball uniforms. Yes. I saw Did the it... Penguins and the Bruins show up. Yes. Or, yeah, sorry. Penguins <laughs> and the Bruins show up. <laughs> but, yes. Yes. Yeah. Or in the Pirates the, and the Red Sox. The Pirates, Pirates and the Red Sox. Pirates. Red Sox. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody notice how, like, the, like, almost 90% of the Red Sox and, like, every single one of the Penguins players, or, God damn it, I'm doing it again. The Bruins <laughs> players in the Red Sox jerseys and the Penguins in the Pirates unis all were wearing the baseball uniform the correct way. Yes, high socks. High socks. I was high like, socks. as soon as I saw them, I was like, right. oh my God, they're doing it right. I did like mm-hmm. the touch. Like some of those guys look like straight ball players. When like Marshawn off did. the baseball bat. Yeah, yes. He had the yeah. ball bat and the, the glove and so did McAvoy. Uh, I'll say this. The Bruins, <laughs> yeah. when they got off the bus in those uniforms, it looked like the Boston Red Sox were showing up. Like the Fenway. old school gloves yeah. too. It Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Le- like they look like. It was legitimately the Red Sox were showing yeah. up. Like <laughs> Marshawn absolutely looked like an yeah, old. Yeah, he looked like a. He players. looks like an old. Yeah, he has the big beak. He's short and stout. I mean, yeah, he's totally. He's totally going toes up when he's sliding into second. Like he is totally. He's totally spiking a guy. Like there is no bag. Yeah, no bag. His are bust. He's totally doing that. I I loved it though, because like I was like I, I said something in our Discord. I'm like, man, look at the penguins in those uniforms. That's sick. And the Erica's like, that's an actual ball team? Like, what are you talking about? I was like, yeah. Oh, I said, I was like, it's a proud franchise. Yeah, yeah they dressed up like a really <laughs> bad baseball team. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, what I hey, hold on. What did I say? I said like 1924 to 1951. And then and like four seasons that they did good in the last hundred 70, years. <laughs> 71, 71 to 81, 89 to 94. 2015 to 2017. Uh, we got it. We got it. We're, we're right in our sweet spot. Alrighty, that'll do it for episode 125. We hope you enjoyed this one. We enjoyed making it as we always do. And if you're hearing this outro, you probably did enjoy it enough to keep listening anyway. So thank you for that at the very least. But do consider giving us a rating or a subscription or a review on your podcatcher. That helps us out, helps new listeners find us. But either way, thanks again for your listen. We'll catch you next week with another one. We drop episodes every Wednesday, so see you then.